going on everybody welcome back to another episode of denim radio and we're doing this one live on location live is in uh, quotation marks at headquarters aka the gym face aka or trashed ambulance and the off sailors jam once a week this is josh and i'm here with ozone how's it going i'm doing good that's good man that's good so this uh this episode was a little bit different Ozone was busy with child birthday parties and rare leaf swins, so he he wasn't available for the interview. So uh, I did it by myself, but don't worry. It's it's still entertaining. Cam does most of the talking, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to make Ozone do most of the talking for this little, little preamble. So what's going on this week in, in Headland? Well, I definitely carry the interview so far, so... I don't know how you did it without me. <laughs> we got a new way now. We got we got video incorporated, so I think I think we're gonna see smoother smoother interviews going forward, where we don't have to be afraid about cutting each other off. But we'll we'll see. You you guys tell us. You're gonna hear hear old Cam Gillies from the Bamboo Radley chatting with me in in no time. We, it'll be here before you know it. But but in the meantime, yeah, we're gonna chat a bit about what we got going on in our in our world this week. And yeah, new in the headland, we've got uh, a new band on the roster, as you may have seen in social media. It's called <gasps> do, 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 Drum Roll Blink 182. No, just <laughs> kidding. It's uh, Lost Planet Airmen from Winnipeg. So they're our, not our farthest East band, but a lot farther than the last few. Yeah, we're, our empire is expanding. We took over another province. So welcome aboard, Lost Planet Airmen. What's what's their first single called? We were we were soldiers, and it'll be out on May twelfth. Just a single. I'm sure they're working on more as we speak. Yep, they got a they got an EP coming out here. I think it's going to be three songs called Sagan. And yeah, we're pretty stoked to uh, welcome these boys aboard. Um, yeah, Josh has been chatting with old Taylor for quite a while, and then when he told told me he's he had some new music i just kind of threw out the the invite if you wanted to hop on our our dysfunctional family and yeah he against all odds was like yeah let's fucking do it so yeah we're pretty stoked to to welcome manitoba into our into our hornet's nest here few provinces left but we're getting there yeah we got what have we got three down seven to go plus territories (laughs) and then also on tuesday Ramy, I think, finally got his name right. Ramy Varou. He uh, he released his new album, and it absolutely rips. So yeah, I, I check it out. There's one song on there. It's called "Who to Believe," and he uh, his his yells. It should be a metalcore album, but it's not. <laughs> a great skate punk album. <laughs> He's a very versatile boy. 
over called, there. Called Dignity. I guess I should say that, too. Yeah, and it, it was funny because I... We've all been pretty busy. We're getting ready for a trip here down south, but uh, I started sending this to people, and they're just like, "What? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's got a full length. He just released one a couple weeks ago." I'm like, "Well, you know what? He has another one. <laughs> we'll be ready not too long." So, <laughs> Ramy's a bit of a machine. So we're we're gonna get him on the show. He jokingly told us uh, if we learn how to pronounce his name properly, he would be more inclined to join us. But <laughs> I'm practicing <laughs> all morning. <laughs> I think we still probably fucked it up. But you know what? He's uh. We're we're happy to have him aboard. He's an absolute machine, just constantly putting out rad music. And it's not it's it's different. Like lots of people play music that's not the best, but <laughs> I was blown away by how how awesome this last this last album is. So yeah, if you haven't checked out Dignity, it's it's available on our webpage, handenumrecords.com, our bandcamp, and of course, your preferred streaming service. I feel like there's something else. What else we got? Um <laughs> there was a choir going on, so I was yeah. almost tempted to join us. Right, right below us, it was, it was nice. I was hoping it'd be going on right now. So it would be nice background music. I don't. I can't think of anything in the high end denim land for the trashed ambulance land. We uh, we head out here in a couple of days, uh, do our Costa Rican tour. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, no, we're running out of time, so we're all scrambling to make sure we got everything ready. But I think I think we should be okay. As long as we have Reiki's dad's credit card while we're down there, I think we should be okay. <laughs> Thanks, John Bourne. Thanks, Reiki's dad. <laughs> Reiki's dad. We'll promise only to drink Rickard's Red. <laughs> I wonder if you can get Rickard's Red down in Costa Rica. I'm not sure what they drink down there. I know next door in Nicaragua, they're all about the Tonias. So we're going to find out all the local cuisine and booze bags. And we're going to see... Uh, we can still still operate ourselves while we're down there while enjoying all the all the local stuff. I don't know, rum, beer, O'Reilly, it'll be sensual massages. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. He's a straight edge boy. He's he's a good boy. No no promiscuosity. Is that the word? Promiscuity? It's a form of it, for sure. <laughs> no promises for us. Maybe not the promiscuity, but the, the drinking and Whatever else we're gonna we're gonna indulge because this might who knows when we'll get back down there. So. so yeah, I guess we should choose a couple songs unless you got more things to talk about. We had a I had a pretty beefy interview with Mr. Cam. Yeah, I've known known that little guy for a while, and it's good to see him getting some music out with his band and just playing a lot more. So yeah, if you wanna you wanna book him or any of the high end denim bands in your town, let us know. High end denim records at gmail.com. Maybe one day we'll get a, a proper email, but until then, we're gmailing it. Well, I'd, I wouldn't mind hearing that Ramy song I I mentioned earlier, Who to Believe. Shit, can't go wrong with that. I guess I should have uh, thought about what I want to hear. <laughs> chat chat with, the, with the folks at home. I'm going to quickly look. Actually, okay. no, I know what I want to hear. I don't have no idea how to pronounce it, but we're going to be... I, like, huge shout-out to... Uh, Sebas and the gang down in uh, Costa Rica, San Jose, Costa Rica. Um, he's in a band called Altercados, and he's been nothing but help him and Diego from Punk Rock Mag. So maybe we'll have a chat with them down there if we can somehow pull it off. But um, yeah, I just can't thank them enough for helping out Trashed on our little southern excursion here. So I want to play one of their songs. And the song I want to hear, I'm going to probably pronounce it hilariously wrong, but it's called. No intimidon los años. 
perfect. It's incredibly not in English, but it doesn't matter. The the riffs are still there. <laughs> riffs are universal. So, yeah, let's let's hear some Remy Barro and some Altercados. No English allowed on this episode. <laughs> All right, here we go.
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Denim Radio. Today, Josh is flying solo. I think Ozone's somehow his Leafs actually pulled off a victory, so he's probably drunk in the streets somewhere. So uh, I guess you guys will have to do without him for today. But we got somebody that's way better than him. We got Mr. Cam Gillies coming all the way <laughs> from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. How is it going, Cam? Oh, it's going great. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me on for guest number two. Yeah, you're right. This is this is episode three, but guest number two. So we mm. just rambled, rambled on by ourselves uh, the first episode, but I guess I should say uh, why you're on the show. So Cam's in a band called Boo Radley. Not that nice. Boo Radley. No, not that Boo Radley. <laughs> <laughs> the Calgary yeah. Boo Radley. There you go. Yeah, the, the, if you look up Calgary, Alberta, Boo Radley punk band, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on page seven of Google, but eventually yeah. it's going to come you'll- up. Somewhere, somewhere out there, we'll we'll pop up. Well, you know what? You gave yourself a hell of an SEO boost by finally releasing a debut EP called "Good Night for Now." How's that been going for you? Oh, it's going great, actually. Yeah, it's well, it's I want to say year and a half in the making, really. Oh, damn. because yeah. Well, I met Eric, uh, who produced our album. Uh, just before COVID, I want to say it was, yeah, like March of, was it 2020 that everything happened or 2021? Good timing. Eh? Just what, whatever it was. Down. Yeah. So <laughs> shut down immediately. I just kind of gave up for a minute. I'm like, all right, well, that's it. And then well, obviously like a few months after that, I just started writing more music and throughout all that time off, I just wrote this whole thing and then we kind of started like talking again because like I started playing shows. We started running into each other this and that. We started like going back and forth again, and we finally decided to start actually recording stuff. And even that started in November of 2022. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like we recorded drums. A month maybe went by, maybe two. We recorded bass. Maybe another month went by. Not e- no, maybe about a couple weeks. We recorded guitars. A few more weeks went by. We recorded vocals for the first time. Then we did it for a second time. <laughs> and then a little bit later, we did a, a third time. And then now we got the EP out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was the original delay? Just the money? Was it... Uh... Availability no, it, of the producer. It was it was just availability of all of us, mm. because we recorded drums in someone else's place. Um, I, oh, I, I really should know this, but I cannot remember his name. I will get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible, honestly. <laughs> but we recorded. He recorded it for us. It was fantastic. He's a fantastic producer and fantastic guy. And then. We recorded guitars, actually before bass, at Eric's house as he was in the midst of moving. Oh. And so he had to move everything, his whole studio, but he was moving into an actual place at Bowtown Music in Kensington, Calgary. Uh, so as soon as he got that all set up, it was like the day after he moved in and got set up, we went in to record the bass. So we just took a whole day just to record bass because obviously Sock is an amazing bass player and I just I didn't want him to hold back whatsoever. I just wanted him to just 
put everything into whatever he wanted, really. Like, just have a, have a time with it. It was his time to shine. And so that was an entire day of just that. And then I can't, I don't know why it took the vocal so long to get set up. But yeah, it took a couple weeks. And then the first round, it went pretty good. Uh, it was short, though, because we didn't have much time. Second round went even better. Got a bunch of stuff done. Third time was more like, oh, let's go polish stuff off. But then we just ended up going to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's when we decided, yeah, I think we got enough. (laughs) (laughs) So so you you guys uh, recorded the drums with a a different guy than this other guy. Put put it all together for you and recorded the rest. Er, Eric Eric was there still. He was still in the room with us for hands-on. Like, cause he was just getting all the stems from, uh, the guy recording us. So he was still there. Okay. But he just didn't have the setup at the time for drums. Oh, cause he's moving. Yeah, Story exactly. Check. Story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise I'm not cheating you. <laughs> well, that's, that's sweet, man. Sounds great. Um, so like, how did the, the writing process go? I know you said you let sock that's that's okay explain explain to the folks at home who sock is and why he's called sock or is it a mystery uh there's really no explaining to do that's he just that he's sock he just goes by sock that's what he wants to be called so and he is just an amazing bass player he i play rhythm guitar pretty when we play and it's a three-piece guitar bass or drums and i will always say i play rhythm guitar in my band no because he he takes over and plays the leads and all the all the fancy stuff the strings play. Shit. Yeah. So four strings on four songs, mm-hmm. and a combined four brain cells in the band. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's a <laughs> overshot of how much we got. That's awesome. Because so, I know Hunter's at least got two. So. so yeah, you're probably close to that four. Yeah, you're getting there. Yeah. Maybe if you have a few more beers, you'll be down three, but <laughs> that's wicked, man. So it, it was always going to be a four-song EP, or did you just start recording? And, and uh, like, I guess, is this always what you envisioned for this first release? Yeah, yeah, I did, because, uh, well, one of my favorite bands of all time, Alkaline Trio, uh, I literally just looked at their patterns of release, and even their song or the EP titles and everything. And I just copied it <laughs> <laughs> like their first few are just like four or the first couple are four song EPs. But one of the EP or one of the songs on the EP is just the name of the EP. Hence good night for now. The title track of at the end is good night for now. My bad. I, where does the alkaline trio rip off really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely can tell maybe it's cause I know you that, that was one of your influences, but I, I don't know. Like, w- w- like what? Just because it's kind of poppy, like in the simplicity. I don't want to say it's simple, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's pop. It's straightforward pop punk, but you kind of got that angst to it. Is that what you, what you mean by that? Yeah, kind of like the, the darker edge, uh, a little more gritty, but yeah, still pop punk. Yeah, might make people cry, but you'll still have exactly. Good, you'll still have a good time. Maybe crush your beard. Yeah, but. <laughs> But if you're sitting there crying, I can guarantee a few more people around you are dancing. Oh, that's, that's what cool. I'm going for. 
That sounds like a hell of a party. People crying in the corner, a couple people dancing. It's sock it, doing sock stuff, you know. <laughs> it's pretty much just what's in my head at all the time. <laughs> just crying and dancing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this isn't the first song you actually released, so I don't know if Alkaline Trio ever appeared on a Halloween sampler before they put out an EP. Why don't you tell people about uh, Evil and Rage? That's yeah. Well, <laughs> it's actually <laughs> Evil and Rage is actually a funny story because you asked me to do it, do the a song for the Halloween, the Wienerama. <laughs> Sorry, I should know what it's called uh, for the Wienerama. And immediately I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome. I am in one hundred percent." So I took a I took a few months to write a song, and so I started writing it. Started writing a few lyrics for it, this and that, demoing out at home, just sitting in my studio. And I I was I wanna say I was probably seventy percent done. And I was like, this just sounds like a misfit song. Like whatever <laughs> I'm writing right now, it sounds like a misfit song. I don't like it. I'm fucking scrapping it. And I just threw it out, put it aside for a while. And then I was reminded, I was like, Oh shit, I gotta fucking write a song for this. So I was like, okay. I'll just bunker down for like a little while and just write something. So I just wrote the instrumental pretty quick. And then I was like, all right, I need lyrics for it. Fuck, I don't know what I'm going to write. All right, I'll just have a, a marathon of the Halloween movies. So I just, I just sat watching the Halloween movies, writing lyrics for it. So the song it took me about two and a half, three months to write, scrapped. <laughs> rewrote the one that I sent to you and you released in about three days. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I think it turned out really well. I, love I that think song. so too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sounds... always that's always been more my kind of style writing style is I don't plan stuff out. It's more of like this came up quick, so it must be natural and it must be what should be written. Maybe like maybe you're like me too. I always operate pretty well with like the last minute panic, like mm -hmm. the fires under my feet, and I'm like, exactly. That's yeah. how I wrote my best essays in college. That's how you yeah. know, like when we did the last Trash Ambulance episode, or, uh, album, we had all these, I had all these demos that were just instrumentals at that point, and I was like, fuck, I gotta write lyrics. So I pretty much in the course of like two weeks wrote like, you know, like. I can't remember how many I needed to write. I think it was like seven or eight songs that were without lyrics. So, yeah, it was. I mean, we tweaked, I, we tweaked them a bit, but for the most part, I just sat down. There's one next day. Yeah. There's another one. <laughs> like, I I just feel it's more sincere almost. Well, you can, you, can, you can overthink it, right? Like you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You obviously did with your uh, misfit song. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, by the you end, started of it, to hate it, it. You didn't even like yeah, it anymore. Ex exactly. I just deleted the whole thing. I still want to hear it though. Is is there remnants of it? No, because I got a in. Well, obviously that was fucking nine years ago that <laughs> I released that. But <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole new computer and everything. So it because my last computer is completely like it blew up, like it just oh, died. Shit. Yeah. So everything was lost. I still have a hard drive, but I don't know how to use it. And I bought a MacBook, so I definitely can't use it. Oh yeah, so I'm just, before. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just starting from scratch. <laughs> oh well, out with the old. Exactly. In with the boo. Hey oh. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> There's your next album name. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Writing credits to Josh. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so I know you uh, kind of quickly threw together a release show kind of in the middle of the week on 420. I guess it would have been last week by the time we're recording yep. this. So how yes. did that go? It was very, actually better than I expected. Uh, it was a lot of thanks to Speed Control for jumping on last minute because they're a fantastic band with a great name around. Uh, but it went, yeah, it went very well. Uh, yeah, Neverland. The reason I picked that one because you guys actually talked about it in the, the episode with uh, Robbie last, well, I guess you're last episode because uh, you guys were saying that the all ages were kind of the way to go and that's exactly why I chose Neverland because it's an all ages venue I know a lot of people uh, what's the plan I think he's 18 now but the bassist when we started playing together quite a bit he was underage so we would always we do a couple shows at Neverland this and that so like it's the all ages is kind of what's going to be pushing like the punk scene really yeah for sure like we did that what was it called neverfest or neverland i can't remember what that what, no what, what fest what fest you guys are that, supposed to that be was that was that yeah but unfortunately hunter had a our drummer hunter had a just a, well, i guess death in the family is the easiest way to put it and he had to go back to ontario for that unfortunately so but yeah very very happy everything else turned out great for that yeah, it's, yeah. So did you did you break even? Because I know it's a there's a rental fee to snag that down. It's a little risky doing it in the middle of the week. So we did actually. We pretty much broke dead even. Oh, nice. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sold, when, sold, when, a, sold a few shirts too. So maybe like maybe a case of beer out of it too. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, I know. When we played there, like they straight up said, there's no. Uh, no chance of payment from us because we've got to recoup our costs renting this this hall. But we kind of thought about it, and we Robbie kind of touched on this. There is there seems to be a little bit of a like a you know like a hole where the the ven the venues would be for you know middling bands like ours to play. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean you can only play Vern so many times. Or like, I was yeah, I want something. I was just about to say that like the only real place that will like put something on for you now like with. No questions and no issue is Vern's. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, not no disrespect at all of Vern's. It's an amazing place. I mean, it's we've all played some hilarious shows there. <laughs> like, we played a fantastic show there. Like, are you talking about the one that we did? Yeah. <laughs> the, the beach party in the middle of December. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's uncanny. Every time Trashed Ambulance or whatever band I'm in at the time go, plays a show in Calgary, there's a blizzard. Like, so when we did that Neverland thing, there's a fucking blizzard. So we're like, luckily GG remote or Marone. It's like, oh, I slipped down the street, man. You guys want to crash out of my coach? It's like, then we crushed beers till five in the morning. And I felt like oh, a million bucks sick. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what I was saying, I, we didn't take a, take a cut of the door or anything that night, but we ended up mm-hmm. selling like, you know, cause all the kids, no, they're not spending their money on beer, at least not within the, venue so they're all bought exactly yeah they all and bought that's shirts what... they all bought pa- patches fucking went off who would have thought oh well pff, dude kids <laughs> they, they love just sewing shit on to their denim vest and stuff like that is it high-end denim 
It's uh, it should be high end denim, but kids <laughs> don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool because they're you know like. I mean, all ages could mean anything, right? It could mean the audience is all ages, or it could mean there's actual young bands. And it's it's good to see there was mm-hmm. quite a few. Like, I don't know. I didn't ask anyone for ID, but there's definitely some bands that were like, can tell they're in high school. Like, Yeah, well, exactly. And that's that's what's kind of keeping it alive. Like, like I guess, like, we're, we're still, like, out there doing shows and playing music and stuff like that. But it's the... I, I think you guys were talking about it on that last episode where, like, some of our friends our age just don't want to go out anymore. So no. this like the audience of us is dwindling. But it's all the the younger kids that are coming out because they got nothing better to do and they're they got the energy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't blame people. I don't go out as much as I used to because you know, I got a family. I mean, it's also expensive to, to live yeah. right now, so not a lot of people have the walking around money, but it yeah, it's great to see these you know, five ten dollar shows happening. There, mm-hmm. you know, it's just cool to have a have a packed place. Doesn't matter, like everybody's getting paid. It's just cool. Yeah. It's cool to see like alternative music that's you know at least punk adjacent. Not all of it was punk that one night, but it was definitely had. You could tell that they were inspired at least by some sort of yeah. punk like bands. So yeah, it's yeah, just somewhat of an angsty show. Yeah, so it's cool to see. Uh, yeah, like young. Young people gravitate to that kind of music and wanting to wanting to play it, wanting to be a part of the scene. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if us old bastards are involved, but I mean, we still get invited to their festivals, so I'll yeah. go. I'll go if they invite me. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Actually, I, the uh, one person I was because I was sitting at the door for a lot of the night at our show, just because by that point. Because uh, I, I kind of organized everything. And I booked all the bands doing whatever. So by the uh, the night of the show, I was like, you know what? I'm going to run the doors because I just want to sit there. <laughs> I don't want to do, do anything else. Everyone else take responsibility. I'm going to run the doors. And it was yeah. uh, Anthony from the Galacticas. He kind of wandered. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, <laughs> wasn't expecting seeing you here. <laughs> So he yeah he kind of showed up and hung out and that is another dude who was just doing his damnedest to keep the scene alive and I have so much respect for that whole band, the Galacticas, like they are they were out there and they were just trying to push the punk scene and it is fantastic to see. Yeah, I think he, I remember he popped in while we were, not while we were playing but while we were waiting there. He, I remember he was there and then we rushed outside because he yeah, couldn't drink there so we had to do the old. Alley the shock, shotguns in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah, <laughs> just between bands. I mean, I didn't want to be that band that's not watching the other bands. So I, yeah, I remember seeing him, and then I, when th- by the time I came back, he was gone. So I don't know if he just popped in, just checked some shit out, and yeah, paced out. But yeah, yeah, they're definitely definitely playing a lot, and it looks like they're getting some opportunities. So mm-hmm. hard work pays off, I guess, kids. Exactly, and they, <laughs> they they're they're a grinding band, even though he's. Just had his 56th birthday. <laughs> no comment, because I think he's actually younger than me, but... <laughs> I'm the old guy in my band, but... Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about old guys and bands here after the, the musical break here. <laughs> so we're gonna... Sure, that'll be a conversation. <laughs> we're going to roll into the first song. So, uh, as I mentioned offline, you get to choose a song. So, what would you like to hear today? Well, I... I... Got to at least plug our own and 
popping Good Night for Now because it is a fantastic song, and I love that song. So what do you want to... Uh, got a little... In, like, can you expl- a little backstory on the song? What it's about, why you wrote it? Uh, yeah, kind of. So I was... When I first graduated school, I moved out to Victoria because I thought, I got this. I'm 18 now. I'm an adult. I'm living on my own. Uh, turns out that opiates are addicting. Oh, shit. And... <laughs> So I had a roommate that faked a back injury to get WCB, and I'm in a deal that I would keep working and paying the rent if he gave me uh, the T3 slash T4 slash whatever opiates he got from his doctor. Oh, snap. So so here's good night for now. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good segue. So here we go. This is Boo Radley. Good night for now.
we're back. Oh man, I'm glad you you got out of that. Got got those Percocets kicked to the curb. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, fully. Just stick to the PBRs now. That's what I'm on. <laughs> PBRs and God's natural herb. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. It's legal now, so we don't got to worry about uh, getting exactly by the the RCs here and my house raided. <laughs> that's that's what I was I was thinking about today as I was buying seven grams of marijuana with a debit card. <laughs> I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> Somebody once told me, maybe it's different now because years have went by, it's more legal in uh, in America, but someone was saying that like if you ordered it online or you had any sort of paper trail of you buying marijuana, like like the feds in America could like kick you out of the country because you're buying illegal drugs, but... That might have just been a rumor, and it also might have been well, I think that's, from ages ago. Cause... That's if you're uh, an immigrant, I would assume, too. Or, yeah, some giving them, yeah, they're not going to scan through everybody's debit receipts. When... Well, and they're not going to kick out Americans because they can't. No, kick I meant like a Canadian doing it <laughs> yeah. legally up here. Oh, yeah, no, like, there. oh, that, that 100% can happen, yeah. Yeah. But I know my wife just came back from uh, Vegas, and she said there's just. Fucking weed clouds everywhere. <laughs> oh, I bet people are just fucking. I th- yeah, I so think it must ne- be legal. Nevada's, I think Nevada's legal now. Yeah, you would you would think they'd be one of the first places. To... They weren't. <laughs> we could make. They... Yeah, they weren't. But like, no. logically, if you think, I guess maybe they think people won't drink as much if they're stoned. I don't know. No. Although I wasn't, <laughs> I did go to Vegas a couple times, twice actually, uh, and. I don't know if it was the first or second time I was there. I think it was the second because I flew out the day of the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, shit. Yeah. and But obviously a couple of days before that, I was having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and But I was walking down Fremont Street, which is like the fucking mm-hmm. wild part of Vegas. And I was just walking around like sipping probably a fucking... 96 ounce PBR or whatever they sell down there and I saw these guys just like playing drums on a like a five gallon bucket and whatnot and I just I just looked at them like oh, these guys gotta know so I was like hey, hey man you guys know where I can get weed <laughs> and immediately the guy like kind of like stood up super fast I'm like oh fuck he's like yeah follow me <laughs> I'm alone in Vegas, so I guess, the, yeah, I guess I'm going to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Went down there. He sold me three joints for $15. And I was like, I was fully expecting to get scammed or beat up. <laughs> <laughs> so even the illegal sales of marijuana in Las Vegas or Nevada, fantastic. <laughs> I, w- I won't tell you about my purchases when I was down there because I mean this is a this is a family show gotta keep it yeah. above, above the waist here but uh <laughs> yeah it's definitely a place I went there twice too you just went by yourself what were you doing no I went with my family but they all oh. did other things and I was like I'm just gonna go wander and find drugs <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> as one does <laughs> yeah they took they took one side of the Las Vegas experience and I took the other side <laughs> I'm sure you can go pretty deep into the other side if you if you got mm-hmm. the time and the and the yeah I wasn't I, was, I wasn't divulging that much into it <laughs> yeah I went down there for t- 
two separate uh, stags, and one of them was my own. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need to get into that, but it was a good time. Yeah. I remember yeah. Uh, the one time we went, it was actually Ozone Stag, and we ended up, I don't know, middle of the night, we're just sitting somewhere <laughs> random, and we ended up sitting by some, like, Army or Navy guy. I don't know. He's he's in a deep in the uh, Alberta or Alberta American Army. I used to have his business card. I had it for years. I think I finally threw it away. But yeah, I remember at the time we like convinced him to download it because we were in that band Chimp Change. We got him oh to, yeah, we got him to like purchase on iTunes our fucking. And it was like our first EP. It was just like you know Nathan from the Offsiders recorded it. It's kind of just you know. Like it was, it, we were stoked on it at the time, but it was, was like, seven ninety nine. I can't remember. Yeah, it was seven songs, so it was probably something like that, like a dollar <laughs> song or whatever. And I mean, it was would have been like three bucks American for him, but I just remember it's like probably like got home or whatever and put it on. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what he listened to. But. Immediately go back and try to find you guys to kick your ass, get, <laughs> get your eight bucks back. <laughs> I think he just cut his losses, gave us, gave us Canucks a. A break and a pat <laughs> on the head. Good try, guys. Yeah. Maybe one day you'll be a real band. But, <laughs> but hey, look at you now. You're flying to goddamn Costa Rica. Yeah, pretty much a little over a week from today. I will be in the sky. Wish mm. me luck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty That's pretty cool, honestly. I saw you guys post, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, that's awesome. I wish I was doing that. <laughs> Costa Rica, yeah, we don't need we don't need to get into that, but yeah, we're we're definitely excited, and uh, maybe one day Boo will get the call. Maybe it wasn't that hard. We just talked yeah. to a guy from Costa Rica, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> you guys should you guys should uh, come down." You know, it's the whole thing where you every band, no matter how big, we always have a fucking you always have that band that just loves you from some weird country <laughs> I like, or I some weird. Like a- we 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 just talked to some guy from Costa Rica. And he said, "Hey, come down." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you know, we, everybody has that. Where it's you know, there's there's the joke. Hey, you know, come to Brazil we, or whatever. But we went out to Saskatchewan for no goddamn reason. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we could talk about that. That's my my motherland. But yeah, that, uh, it's it is funny though because all the time you know you'll have some somebody from just some random, you know, fucking. Gainesville, Florida, I'd be like, hey, you should yeah. come play a show here. And you're like, yeah, that would be awesome, but it's probably not going to happen. That was kind of the same thing. And then these Get guys paid are, $200 for a show that you're traveling on a $2,000 dime for. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But I mean, it's for shit like this, you kind of know it's like, it's not a moneymaker. It's a, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, for, no, for, yeah, that's, I was talking for Gainesville, Florida. Oh, yeah. For, well, and plus for Costa Rica, though, hell yeah, I'd go down. <laughs> if you play illegal shows in America, you can be in a, a lot, lot of trouble. trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Very true. Yeah, but yeah. So, anyways, you always have those instances where somebody's like, "Yeah, you should come play in my town," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, that's gonna happen." But in this instance, there there was a band from England that had already done it, so we're like, "Whoa, these guys are gonna do it again." And they were going to, like, Honduras and Mexico and all this shit. We're like, ah, oh, we'll just do Costa Rica. Oh, just doing, like, a full South American tour. But there's nowhere to play during the week, so you're pretty much just hanging out for a week, and then you play your shows on the weekend, and then you... Yeah. So we obviously weren't going to do that. But And then fast forward a few months later, and the English band actually was, wasn't able to 
to do it. So we're just going on our own now, but <laughs> let's hope it's not just a, a ploy to get us alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was just, yeah. that wasn't actually that band. That band got hacked and <laughs> they're just luring you down to steal your stuff. It's a very elaborate plan to steal the $17 in my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're heading there. But yeah, let's talk about Boo Radley. When Who did you start the when did you start the band? I know it's changed well, changed me- members a few times. It has. Yeah. Um I want to say Boo Radley started in mm, 2018. 20 late 2017, maybe 2018. Around that issue. And it started with me and uh, my buddy, Mike Groves, Mike, or Grover, as some know. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it just started with us, just a, t- a two-piece. And we tried to find different bass players, this and that. Uh, we went through, I want to say, three different guys that were coming out to play bass with us. And it was at that point where, like, fuck it. I'll just run my guitar through a octave pedal and an ABY splitter, and I'll just run that as the bass. And that's it. It's easy. Good enough. So we did that for a while. We played three shows that way. And then Rockin' for Dollars had a Nirvana edition of their thing, because they obviously have, like, different themes and different whatnots for their shows so i was like oh like i really want to do that but like bass is so prevalent in nirvana like it is integral because it's a three-piece band and i'm like oh shit we need to be a three-piece band to play this so i wasn't really looking that hard for a bass player i wasn't at all i was sitting on tinder just kind of swiping <laughs> through t- this is a true story, too. I was just swiping through Tinder, just whatnot, like, doing what I do. And I saw one chick named Megan, and I was like, oh, she's she's kind of cute. So I started going through her photos, and she had a couple, like, pictures of her playing bass on stage. I'm like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so I'm, I swiped right, ended up matching with her. First thing I said, hey, this might be a little weird, but... Do you want to play a show on blah, blah, blah date? I forget what day it was. And she was like, yeah, that is very fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she played the show for us. And uh, like after I'm like, hey, like, hey, that's, that's kind of cool. That was sick. Do you want to play bass? And she's like, no, not really. Because <laughs> she was in the band Still Depths. And so she was already, like, very preoccupied with them. She's like, yeah, I really don't want to play sh- play in your band. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's fair. I get it. But then she's like, hey, but I got a very good friend named Sock, and he plays bass, and he wants to be in a band. I'm like, send him over. <laughs> and since then, Sock has been our bass player. And then, so we played the first Grover Fest, which was... I guess 2021 yeah 2021 which you guys were at 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he was still playing drums, and then a few more shows. I don't remember Sock being there though for that one. I thought it was just you, or was he there? Oh no, I know he wasn't at that time actually. No, Grover Fest was before that. You're right. Fuck, I know your band history better than you. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. <laughs> All I do is drink PBRs every time. Every time it's band time, I drink PBRs. So it's just, I don't know anything about my history. I'm just going over my Wikipedia right now. I have it pulled up on the, the screen. <laughs> when did Sock enter the chat? Mm-hmm. Ah. All stems from Tinder. See, I found lots of bandmates on uh, Kijiji, but. No. Oh, I thought you were going to say Grinder. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's nobody else's business, but. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have thought to do that. How stoned were you to come up with that idea? Or were you just that desperate? No, oh, it it wasn't. I wasn't looking for a musician. <laughs> I know, but to put that idea forward, you're like, ah, what the hell? She's gonna, yeah, I just, she's gonna block yeah. me if she doesn't think it's cool. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm used to getting rejected anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> what what one up will I have? <laughs> so she played rocking for dollars, and then yeah, and then uh, sock came in for the for the sloppy seconds. Exactly, <laughs> and he's been. He's been there for my sloppy seconds ever since. <laughs> is he in other bands as well? I think I see him popping up. He is. Uh, because, well, he did that one, that what fest that we were supposed to play. Uh, he also played in Sourmouth, which played oh. at that same thing. Right. That's his other band? Yeah. So he's played what fest and I think two Rockin' for Dollars at this point. So he's, yeah, he's starting to... Starting to gain traction with Sour Mouth, which is fantastic to see because it's he goes to lead guitar instead of bass on that one, and it's he he's got such a well a a unique way of playing bass, but it translates to a like an even more unique way of playing guitar, and it's so good. He's just such a good musician, like through and through. Yeah, I think they played played rip or the night we did. I don't know. There was a lot of bands. <laughs> and I was kind of standing at the back. And you, as you know, yeah. when you're sitting at the back and it's a full crowd, you can't really fucking, you can't really see who's actually playing and what bands what. But Yeah, I know, I know he definitely played that, but I don't remember what day it was. So he, it might have been like that same day, probably. Yeah, I don't. I think so as well, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the song offhand, but there's like, I never knew any of the bands, so it was all it was all new to me. I couldn't really place them, but yeah, it's definitely cool to see a whole bunch of bands, you know, that I'd never seen before. Because you tend to tend to fall into playing with the same bands over and over again, when especially in the punk scene. So it's yeah. cool when you like like we've been making a conscious effort. Not that we don't love playing with all the friends we've made, and we we definitely will again. But it's like, oh, let's go play yeah, this weird. Switch it let's up. go play this yeah. weird venue with these weird bands. Maybe yeah. we'll be a good fit. And then, you know, most of the time, it's like, even if it's not a mu- good musical fit, you'd be like, you'll get along with the bands. You'd be like, oh yeah, these yeah. guys are cool. And then it's like, all of a sudden, some band will hit you up down the line, like, oh, these guys said they played with you and it was a good time. And you know, it's mm-hmm. just a good way to meet new people, and you know, and you're able to help other people out when they want to come to your town and play. It's, it's kind of cool just to to mix it up for sure. So it's good to see all yeah. these fests popping up. 
I got another actually funny story about a band that we both know and are playing shows with. I've played a couple shows with them already. You're playing an upcoming show with them, Chiliocosm. Okay, yeah. So there's one day. This is before because this is before I even really knew Chiliocosm and I knew Chris. But uh, one day I was sitting there. I was swiping through Tinder. <laughs> it seems to be, it's a theme. <laughs> and so I, I saw this one girl, very attractive. She was gorgeous. But she took a, a picture like in a mirror at like some bar. And the only thing I noticed was a Chiliocosm sticker. And I've already seen them live. And I've listened to them because I love Chiliocosm. They're fantastic. So immediately screenshotted it. Went to Chiliocosm's Instagram, sent it to them. And he's like, that's fucking awesome. Mind if I repost this? I'm like, absolutely, man. That's so cool. And <laughs> I didn't take into account that she might also have followed Chiliocosm. <laughs> which she did. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just get a message like a couple hours later on Tinder. It's like, hey, did you send that to Chilio? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> got unmatched very shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did she come to the next Blue Radley show? No, but me and Chiliocosm uh, made a show quite shortly after that. <laughs> that was your in? Tinder, yeah, Tinder that was my in. Tinder's just up? Yeah, exactly. Tinder is my way into the music scene. <laughs> <laughs> what about the romance scene? Not so much? Ah, not so much. No, I'm not <laughs> right there yet. <laughs> got you a bass player and a, and a hookup for a show, yeah. so I mean... It's pretty good. <laughs> romance. That's romance in my language. <laughs> <laughs> Your love language is power chords and out, mm-hmm. of, out of tune singing. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've made a 20-year career out of it. I mean, I still got to work full time. It's kind of a career. <laughs> still doing it. That's got to mean something. So it's a 20-year t- it's a side project for sure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like to think my normal life is my side project, so. That's fair. Yeah. Nobody else thinks that, but <laughs> I yeah, like to well, think it. My nine to five is just my passion project. I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> I love cutting carpet. <laughs> is this another Tinder comment? Cutting carpet? No, <laughs> that's actually just my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that worked too, way too well. <laughs> well let's, let's back up the truck a bit. I'm pretty sure you were at least starting Boo, but uh, you and I briefly played in a band together. We didn't. I don't think we got to play any shows, did we? I don't remember. We played once in Grover's backyard, and that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, a few girlfriends dog, were there in front of his dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we are. I guess you weren't really a founding member of Off Off Sailors. You just. Uh, I think we just no, wanted I another just... guitar player, and you're like, yeah, oh, whatever, I'm bored. You drive yeah. me. If you guys drive me around or whatever. Pretty much. Someone gives me a ride and there's an amp there, I'll play. And so no, yeah, I was I just I would say I just kind of filled in for the lead for a little bit. That was I think that well, was kind you, of you played on their debut album. Yeah, well yeah. But like I, I just played played what you sent every once in a while. You're like, hey, do a little solo here. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I can't do that in trash because I'm the only guitar player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you pawned it off on me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but you, you, you never disappointed. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so, so I, I just kind of fill, filled in for the lead for a little bit and yeah, played 
played guitar for the uh, yeah, I guess the the yeah. songs that are out, I guess, so far. Yeah, it was kind of in the middle of the COVID cloud, so it was like we got a bunch of the music done, and then we couldn't get together to finish it for times, and then eventually we're like, let's just. We had like eight singles oh, yeah. or something. Oh, so we, like, we we never recorded a single thing together. No, everything was. <laughs> yeah, I guess I had to get Gabe over here. I think it was you know, there'd be those brief, you know, couple of weeks where they'd be like, "Hey, no restrictions," and then you come <laughs> in, record as many fucking quickly yell into the microphone. Yeah, you record as many as they you cut could, us off as many as you could till his voice blew out, and then it'd be like, "All right, can't you guys can't meet up anymore?" So then, eventually, we got sick of waiting, so we just. Uh, we just kind of comped all the singles together, and that would give you the uh, the Off Sailors debut album. I think there's like seven or eight songs on it. I can't remember the exact count because I think for the online we we added the the Wienerama song onto it. I guess I shouldn't talk oh, yeah. about the Off Sailors too much because we're gonna get them on the show. But uh, yeah, they got their own story to tell. Yeah. They're still going, <laughs> folks. Hopefully, they're, you'll see them. I know they're working on some new stuff. And I can't wait to hear what they got. Yeah, I've heard some of the demos. I got a new dude, Joe. He's the guitar player, and he's he's been in lots of metal bands and kind of their drummer. Bands. Their drummer fucking kills me with that fucking baby mask and <laughs> <laughs> the Luigi suit. Oh, it's so fucking Fuck. bad. <laughs> he has some sort of like battle scar Galactica type helmet he was wearing, but you could like customize the like it was like a message on it, and so. It's, <laughs> I don't. I think he said it shit the bed because he was gonna wear it at the last show because we played with him and I didn't notice he didn't have it on and something happened. Oh, that's but he's, yeah. He's definitely he puts a lot of time and effort and money into his uh, his wardrobe, his on screen <laughs> or on stage performances. Yeah, yeah. so definitely, definitely, we'll get those guys on. I might. It's, it's definitely a sight to see. Yeah, for sure. I might get them on. I might do theirs in person. I'll just bomb in because we share a jam space as you know so i huh. we'll think they usually jam thursdays i'll just pop in with the microphone one day and i let's <laughs> rap boys let's do this they're on down <laughs> but, yeah. so yeah if you if you folks at home haven't checked out the off sailors they got a fucking ton of cool songs and i don't know it was it's fun to be in it i just personally ended up getting too busy once had a kid and the world kind of opened up. I was just like, fuck, I'm swamped. I can't commit to this for what they need to actually be yeah. successful. Well, I was like, same with me. Like, that's when I started writing and recording for our EP and started playing a bunch of shows and started literally picking up shows wherever we could. So I think at one point we were averaging two, three shows a month, like pretty much every other weekend. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the officers weren't playing shows and stuff so it just you just want to focus on some on your project that was a little more active but no it's yeah. good to, it's good to see them now i know they jam once a week and new tunes coming some shows i'm sure for this for the spring i don't haven't heard of any offhand but yeah we'll get them on they'll they'll tell us all about it but yeah that's where we how we met each other and mm-hmm. it was it was brief but uh it was beautiful yeah still brings a tear to my eye <laughs> on that note you want to roll into another song? Yeah, absolutely. What would you like to hear, my son? Well, the the second song that I've decided because it is just decidedly by my accounts the best song ever written. It is "Home for a Rest" by Spirit of the West, which is a Vancouver band 
that you should never not know. They're not around anymore, but they were the best band ever. All right. This is Spirit of the West. Home for rest. You got it. Here we go.
All right. Well, thanks for choosing that song. But we're going to keep on keeping on here. This is everybody's favorite segment, The Pressure Cooker. Welcome back to the pressure cooker. We got Cam from Boo Riley. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. The clock begins once I finish reading the first question. What's the best alkaline trio song? Stupid kid. Ranch or ketchup? Ranch. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. I got a tattoo right there. (laughs) What's the best bar in Canada? Or Calgary, sorry. Uh, there's a bar called Henry's Pub that's in the lobby of a Sheridan hotel, and it is fantastic. Good to know. Beer or whiskey? Beer. Quick, what's seven times seven? Shh, fuck off. <laughs> you can say pass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't say that. I stick to my answer. <laughs> what's the best Jim Carrey movie? Uh, probably The Mask. Tic Tacs or certs? Tic Tac. What's your favorite curse word? Ah, fuck. Ska or metalcore? Oh, fuck. That's a hard one. Uh, metalcore, probably. I hate ska. <laughs> and, wh- <laughs> and what's the best Boo Radley song? Uh, hasn't been written yet. All right. That concludes another rendition of The Pressure Cooker, starring Cam. Well, that's pretty <laughs> good, man. That's pretty good. Some surprises there. I never heard of that bar before. I'm going to have to check it out. It's it's literally the size of like this room I'm in. It's so tiny. Like, is it a, a true dive bar or is it? Well, no, classy. it's literally just a, a fucking hotel lobby bar. That's where you go to drink. Is it close to your house or something? Yeah. Oh, it's your local. All, all, although I have been going to the Holiday Inn lobby bar. <laughs> I just I just love hotel bars. They're quiet. They yeah. got beer. There's lots of transients bouncing around. But There's a couple transients here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I work like on the road a lot. Lately, I haven't been staying over, but I'll probably do it a bit, little bit more here in the spring and summer and fall. But uh, I love, yeah, I love that you just go down to the hotel bar, you have your meal, fucking play on yeah. your phone, kind of bullshit with the bartender or whatever. And it's just like, well, exactly. And they got TVs there. They always got TVs right there playing sports. <laughs> if you don't got cable at home, it's. What more do you need? <laughs> well, I do, but I got I got I got beer and cable at home, but I'd rather play pay double for both. <laughs> so what did you say it's called? King Henry's? Just Henry's Pub. Henry's Pub. Henry's Pub. I feel like that's gonna be a new landmark. We're gonna make him famous. Is that gonna yeah. ru- ruin the, the illusion? Bar- Barlow and thirty second half. <laughs> <laughs> right in industrial area. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sweet, man. Well, uh, start wrapping this up. Um, I don't know what else you have to hype. You got any cool shows coming up that I'll try to get out before they happen? <laughs> we <laughs> get this episode unfortunately, out. Unfortunately, not yet. But so uh, my drummer, Hunter, has been starting a promotion company called Tetred Show, and he's going to be doing live shows around Calgary area starting and then kind of expanding from there. 
But uh, if you look up for Tetrad, then there'll be some shows coming up. Nice. What what venues is he working with? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I'm curious because that's the problem, right? We already talked about that. Yeah. It's like, no offense to he, Burns, hell of a place, but it's like we, it's nice to have a little variety. Sometimes. Well, he's he just he's just starting up now, so he's just kind of looking into the best venues around and whatnot. Maybe King Eddie. King Eddie was a very good venue for us to play, so Sweet. we we made the most money there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, kids at home. Exactly. <laughs> PBRs, fucking Percocets. That's what it's all about with the King Eddie. Exactly. <laughs> That's what King Eddie's known for is Percocets and PBR. And the King Henry. <laughs> and the King Henry Pab. <laughs> awesome, buddy. Well, we're going to... Oh, shit. Oh, no, we'll do it now. Let's let's let you play one last song. Sometimes I throw it right after the pressure cooker, but I think we... We segued nicely into it, so yeah. Any final messages well, and w- one final song, and we're gonna we're gonna move on with our lives. Well, everyone should definitely listen to uh, "Good Night for Now" because it's a killer EP. <laughs> so you should definitely check that out on Spotify, whatever else Josh will say that it's on. And uh, last song I got to play is actually uh, from a very good friend of both of us called what's the plan it's called can explain nice they just dropped that pretty well maybe not recently now but within the last couple months for sure right yeah yeah it is their i'm pretty sure their first drop if not their first drop their first written by adam the bass player and it is a killer song oh yeah buddy we'll definitely get that going but uh yeah let's let's wrap this up man i really appreciate you taking the time and being a part of this you know, dysfunctional family we got here at High Antenna Records. We're trying to go through and chat with everybody, and then probably just if anybody's listening, we'll we'll keep expanding and we'll just try to turn this into something cool and become a you know kind of a network of us to help each other out and let us all venture out of our little bubbles and go play some different towns with some different bands. So yeah, I I appreciate you having me on and let me talk about stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you should have one more Tinder story because good things usually come in three, right? <laughs> next time on, uh, next time I'm on, I'll have a, I'll have a crazy one for you. Fuck yeah, I can't wait. I'll have to work up to it though. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Cam. Really appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. I'm glad to see you finally got your your EP out and. Yeah, getting a little more active. So let's uh, let's keep. Me too. I, I I hope trash really makes it one day. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely on the tail end of my my prime. But you know what? We're gonna just keep being annoying, if nothing else. That's good point. Shout out to <laughs> Reiki. <laughs> All right, this song's devoted <laughs> to Reiki. All right, Cam, you have a great night. We're gonna listen to some. What's the plan? I didn't start it, now I'm being cut This argument is so fucking dumb Just scream at me until I go numb Well, I'm running out of time Yes, I'm feeling fine I just had you by my side Now I'm sick without you And I won't apologize As you always deny 
tonight I'll lay down and die You're not better without me I can't explain to you why I don't have my ID because I know it sounds bad. I'm 16 and it's driving me mad. Well, I'm running out of time, so I'm feeling fine. I just had you by my side, now I'm sitting without you. And I won't apologize, cause you always deny. Tonight I'll lay down and die, you're not better than me. This is Cam from Boo Radley, and you're listening to Denim Radio. All right, there we go. Another edition of Denim Radio. Thanks for tuning in, as always. And, yeah, if you guys have any any feedback of the show, feel free to hit us up. Go to our website, highendenimrecords.com, or email us at highendenimrecords at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Let us know if uh, we're embarrassing ourselves here or if we're on the right track. But, uh yeah, we're we're gonna keep doing this show, and I think we're we're gonna build in something cool because we got a lot of good bands on the on the label. We know a lot of cool cool people doing cool things, so we want we want to keep this going. So, yeah, hit us up. But yeah, I don't think we really have anything to say. I guess in the trashed, aside from the Costa Rica thing, we playing a show here on uh, Jill, or July <laughs> April twenty ninth at at the Bat with All the Time Everywhere, and then on that same little run with All the Time Everywhere, you can catch the Maroons in. In Calgary at Neverland, I think, on the 28th. So that'll be the Friday. So I'm hoping to drop this on the Friday. So if you're hearing this in time, go tonight. check out. <laughs> go go tonight in Calgary and then check out Trashed Saturday Night in Red Deer if you're around. Yeah, that's all I got to say. I guess uh, there's some sad news in the Alberta punk world where uh, it's not someone I, I've only crossed paths a few times, Mr. Uh, Ben Sir from the band Worst Days Down, unfortunately passed. Um, yeah, personally didn't know him super well, only crossed paths a few times, but yeah, it's uh, definitely sent a ripple through the through the punk rock world, so we thought, uh, yeah, I'll toss it over to you, over to you for a little message. Yeah, I thought we'd uh, end the show with, yeah, Worst Days Down, their song Anchors, and yeah, rest easy, Ben Sir. Definitely. All right, everybody take it easy out there. We'll be back when we're back, as long as we survive Costa Rica. Here we go. Worst days down. We'll see you next week.